0: BDSM and non-standard relationships. star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as, well, as well as simply, simply
1: fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. Dot com. week on Erotic Awakening, the age of kink. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration
0: of all things erotic. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now.
1: Hi Dawn. Hi Dan. I just got an email not too long ago from Goddessy that (laughs) she said, this is kind of a pornographic email and if you don't want to read it, I recommend you stop listening, reading Right now, I thought that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> Her me. little email was hot too. It was. Uh, it was the answer
1: to the question: How do you fist and, and wink at the same time? And she explained it. I'm not quite sure I get it. We still need a demo. Hey, honey. Hi, baby. So today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about. Uh, we are beginning our our. A to Z series mm-hmm. on the podcast, and A stands for age, and we don't mean age play or age players or such, but general views about age in the BDSM and kink and poly communities. Uh, can you be a twenty-two year old master? How old is too creepy? What the hell is a T and G? Uh, and a bunch of other interesting topics that, from our experience, as we've been, we started at the age, the upper age bracket, where we could have gone to TNG stuff.
0: Mm-hmm, we did. We were And in we've aged 30s. right out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've aged out of it. <laughs> uh,
1: and so we've got all kinds of good stuff there, as well as a really interesting question of the day as well. Plus, for some reason, six pages of notes. Oh, my gosh.
0: Well, that's because we caught up on all the Facebook likes, uh, kind of, and... Um, Fet Life things and tentacle things, and we've got all kinds of things. That's what happens when you skip a week.
1: That's what I am understanding. <laughs> so, we're going to start off with a question of the day. Uh, why don't you read the question of the day? Okay, so
0: this came in through Fet Life. It was um, I was wondering your ideas and experiences with short term, long distance MS. I've been collared for a year and will be marrying my master in the future. I have to go away for three weeks for work. Even a few days away from my master is difficult. Any fresh ideas for long-distance protocol?
1: Do you find it challenging when I go away for work for a couple of weeks or a couple days or a week? A
0: week, which you do at some points for work. (laughs) So any more, I'm pretty much okay. But, oh my God, it, it used to be extremely difficult. So, I mean, now I kind of know what's expected of me and I can fill my time Mm -hmm. with friends. But um, now if I'm the one traveling, it's even harder. Yeah, why? Well, because here I have home base. Here I can call Master Sherry. Sure. Here I've got the the boyfriend. here. Here I've got, yeah. But if I'm the one going away for a week or even a weekend... I do have a difficult time, even when I leave for a weekend to do a wedding or something like that. Even though i got something to focus on, I still miss you, and I don't have that that base and that mm-hmm. structure. And I I, I don't know. I, I just really like our power exchange. So to not have that on hand can be difficult
1: here's what I would recommend to our our writer I would say well first off I mean you got to kind of create some protocol between mm-hmm. you and your master that works for the two of you guys but if it was if it was me the master in this situation I would have you uh we already do the daily email right so the first thing you would do when you get up right good morning sir here's what I'm going to do for my day mm-hmm. right so that we have this connection as you say you know, I you know I know what you're doing throughout the other day: going to training, going to lunch, going to this, going to that. Right? Right. Um, we might make it a point to actually speak on the phone, or I am on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge is if I if you were going away for work for three weeks, I would want right. your focus to be on why you went away for work for three weeks, not on serving me. That would be your service to me. Is the focusing on that work? Now we can still do that. Um, morning email, you can still kneel for me before you go to bed. Mm. Um, I see, I see you like that one. (laughs) I do. What else have we done in the past in that situation?
0: Well, I'm trying to think of the times that I've traveled. So, um I've traveled for clergy training. I've traveled for work. I've traveled to Denver and Seattle and oh my god, Seattle was actually really hard. I can mm-hmm. remember talking to you on the phone and calling you like every 20 minutes. So, and that was before there was really texting available yeah. and stuff. That was the old clamshell flip phones. And um but just calling you, I probably drove you crazy as much as I called. That's a long time ago. I won't bring up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I missed you and I would I would send you all kinds of messages and stuff. Um, But what did we do? I mean, sometimes you would just send me commands. So just a random command Mm -hmm. out of the blue... That's amazing to me.
1: And now in the world of text, that's so much easier. So
0: much easier. So, I mean, if I was in the middle of something and you sent a text for me to touch myself Mm -hmm. and I'd have to figure out how, I mean, even being naughty, that's that's still a command that has to be followed. And that's just, it's just hot and it brings that power exchange so much to the front.
1: Some of it can be this... I want you to do this right now, sort of thing. So in the middle mm-hmm. of the day, maybe it's two o'clock to send a text. I want you to kneel for me right now, mm-hmm. and let you figure out how you're going to do that without it being a big scene or something like that. Right. So pretend to pick up a paper clip or something, but your exactly. knees hit
0: the yeah. floors. So and what are you looking at?
1: The uh, cat just snuck in here, and the dog is keeping an oh, eye out. So apparently but not
0: leaping on top of her. No, that's amazing. That's so, but yeah, we've done things like that, and we've done. Um, uh, Emails, sometimes you'll have me write something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to study something a little bit or write something or um, discuss how I feel about something. Or just the master could like absolutely that.
1: send you with a book, a specific book. Mm-hmm. Study this book for me, slave, and pull out the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, even perhaps a book like Living MS. And you could actually get two copies and read it together. Ooh. Right. So you could read, yeah. say, you read what, because at least with Living MS, the chapters are fairly short. You mm-hmm. could say, uh, slave, We're going to read so-and-so, and and then tonight we'll talk about it. Right. And that'll be a way to keep things connected.
0: I like that idea. So, But there's all kinds of stuff. There could be um, maybe she has to wear certain panties or not panties Mm -hmm. or, you know, anything like that. I think you can just come up with something, but I think it's going to take a little creativity.
1: Absolutely. I, I totally agree. If you have some creativity, you can reach out to us in a variety of means.
0: You can. So you can write us at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com.
1: Or you can follow our Twitter account, dananddawn. There's actually been some people doing that. So A lot of people are doing that lately. I know. Lately.
0: I've actually got some shout-outs because of that. Um, voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail
1: at 614-414-2072. So I see that um, you did get some brand new um Cthulhu mask being sent to you which isn't really a tentacle thing but it's, it's kind of tentacle-y yeah
0: that was kind of neat so it was a Cthulhu mask and then um Jay-Z sent me an octopus tea infuser to go with my I have an octopus cup from yeah. that oh you do don't you yeah 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 <laughs> so um Jay-Z said it, it's, it's a tea infuser so you put like tea leaves in it and dip it in but it
1: looks like an octopus hey what's today Today's oh, Monday. Son of a biscuit. So, Dawn, if you ask me, the problem with technology is people can get a hold of you whenever they <laughs> want. I mean, including, I'm every... Including work. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, where were, oh, you were talking about octopus tea infusers, and I was thinking that it is um, not yet January 26th. And the reason that came to mind. Is our good friend Crazy Heart from the People of King podcast mm-hmm. will be on the Talk Sex Radio on January 26th at 11 p.m. Eastern, and it will be live. So, listeners, you could hop up there and find out what uh, if Crazy Heart can handle the pressure. Ooh, a I live like that podcast. idea. Tweet it to have say, some uh, questions. Yes, for we should.
0: Well, we've done the live radio thing before, and thank goodness we had some uh, people that we knew that was going to be on it because we didn't get a lot of questions. Except, uh, can she dom me? What's she wearing? What's she wearing? Can, can she? Will you allow her to give a blow job? <laughs> that was funny. I seen it. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Um, so we. I was to say, well, just real quickly, I wanted to do a couple of, um, a few shout outs Mm because, well, I did get another tentacle picture by, um, our very own, what is her fet name? Solvin? Does that sound right?
1: No, it doesn't. I know you're talking about our... Uh, media person for our events. On our staff, yes. so I want
0: to say her real name, but I don't think I'm supposed to. I don't know. So, But she sent me a picture of um, an octopus, and the octopus was in the water, and it was looking up at the girl that was standing right next to him, and his tentacle was up and hooked in her, the uh, bottom of her swimsuit. That was hot.
1: <laughs> That's in a, yes. I like
0: that stuff a lot more than the real... Octopus stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're not <laughs> a big fantasy. fan of the actual sushi no, style. No, no, no. I like the fantasy stuff. So, uh, yeah. But that was hot. That was hot.
1: Uh Yeah.
0: And then we earned a couple of, um, for the first time, I don't know that we earned it, but they earned it. Um, I don't know that I usually give shout-outs to people on Twitter. I mean, I probably should, but I'm not a Twitter girl as much as I am a Facebook girl or Fet FetLife girl. But um, I just happened to be on Twitter Twitter when these came through, and it was, um, oh, Danny Smite Mm -hmm. had posted something. And Words by JJ picked it up and said that they had just started listening to the podcast. They were a couple in, and they were hooked. And Danny Smite said that Living MS book was great. And then Tracy Girl 888 said that she loved it all. And it was just a love fest. So <laughs> I was right there when it was happening. So I'm like, you guys just earned a shout out. Well, so there you go. Yay. But uh, that was kind of neat to watch that going on as it was happening. So... Um, and then one more random thing before we get into our, our topic topic. Um, I heard back from Chip. So, I know we said that this quilt... Chip the Tentacle Guy? Uh Uh-huh, Chip the Tentacle Guy. Um, Bat made us this awesome, awesome quilt with all these donated t-shirts. And I said, look, here's the brown one that um, Chip wore in Afghanistan. And he said he wanted to correct me that um, the quilt is from his time in Desert Storm, not Afghanistan. Ah. So, I get a little confused because it's all like stuff over there and it's dry. (laughs) <laughs> so, so, so i get the places mixed up and bad me I really yes shouldn't. bad so, you indeed sorry you should about pay that, more Chip. Attention to I, that
1: indeed so uh, thank uh, you, because, Chip. especially because we have listeners in oh, some of those lands we do not many actually it's probably not a great um, thing to be doing is listening to our podcast in yeah, some of the more conservative countries prohibited
0: by law that's probably where that comes into play
1: very good. I bet responsibility. you responsibility.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, but anyway, thank you, Chip. I wanted to make sure I made that correction, so.
1: So we have some other stuff to talk about from that perspective, but let's go mm-hmm. into our topic a little bit, at least, because there's a lot of stuff in here. And at first, I was thinking this is going to be a pretty boring topic. Uh, but, but it's
0: not really. You and I, well, I know I have anyway, have ranted a little bit about the whole age thing and, you know, the whole... Uh, Get off my lawn, sort of attitude.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> one of the pleasures of being older. You can tell people to get off your off your lawn and yeah, nap.
0: True, true, and nap naps. Are we used to fight naps, and now it's like, uh, do we schedule in a nap time during our weekend day?
1: <laughs> I will say one of the things, though, that's most um, positive about the the way the King community treats age, right? And that's where we're going to talk about how the, the King community views age and treats age, and what's it like to be a young Kingster versus an old. Kingster or a dominant or a master or a mistress or whatever mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I've noticed that is nice though is that the if your partner is a significantly younger than you a lot of people don't necessarily uh, bat an eye per se so for example um, if you are forty five years old and you're dating a twenty five year old person um, if, in some as some areas of kinkland is more accepting of that than others. That but in general, it's more accepting than it would be outside of kinkland in your day to day business. Well, uh, absolutely.
0: Um, you had a younger slave that was collared, so mm-hmm. you were mid forties, and she was young twenties, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you had her collared for what about three years, maybe. Yep. So, and to say that in the kink community, it's like, okay, well you know, whatever, float your boat as long as it's consensual. Yeah. If you take that out into the vanilla world and say that you're dating somebody that's 20 21, years. 22, yeah. or whatever, then it's robbing the cradle, you're taking advantage of them, obviously, you know, you're you're brainwashing them, or whatever, and, you know, it's not seen as consensual, and as a matter of fact, that part doesn't even seem to come up. You know, is it something that the younger person wants? Right, right. So, it's more the older person since taking advantage and it's
1: not to say that can't be the case in Kinkland as well. Very true. So, um, interestingly, let me ask you this. So, okay. do you think 22 years old, in general, is too young to be a slave? Not a bottom in a power exchange. Not a bottom in a scene. I mean, a slave, a 24 7 committed slave like yourself. You know,
0: I don't know. I'm 47 now, and my first vibe was, good Lord, yes. 22 is way too young. But you know what? At 22, I already had a Mm three-year-old. You know, I can have a family. I can go to war. Sometimes, you know, I don't know. Sometimes we do know who and what we are at that age. It is really young, but Slave Jem did a great job. I mean, she knew who she was mm-hmm. and, and what she wanted out of life, at least at that moment. So is 22 too young? I got to say no.
1: See, I am going to lean, regardless of the fact that I had a 22-year-old slave, I'm going to lean the other way. Okay. And I don't know that it's right or wrong per se, but it is of value to get more experience mm-hmm. in the normal World, I agree. I think before making that decision that the normal world is not going to work for you, you want something. And also, unfortunately, um, I do believe that there is some truth to age bringing a level of wisdom. wisdom. Not necessarily intelligence. Yeah, wisdom. Um, but I don't think any of these things, are, it's fair to say, just a generic, 22 is too young. Right. Or... Sixty-five is too old, right? Right. I, think oh God, that, I e- hope not. Each situation—you're <laughs> not that close. Each situation should be looked at individually. Uh, but I see now—if we were to talk, twenty-two too old, too young to be a slave—I would discuss it. I'd think about it. I'd say, "Oh, well, there's pros and cons, right?" Mm-hmm. But what would you say to a twenty-two-year-old master? See that? I'm like, absolutely not. What's the difference? The and differences. again, we have to keep in mind now, in this case, we're not talking about kink players. We're no, talking no, no. about a... We're talking about yeah.
0: someone that can master somebody else, the definition of a master. And to me, to master someone else, and that's going to make me question my answer about the slave <laughs> too, With what I'm getting ready to say here. You know, the, to master someone else, you have to have wisdom about people, wisdom about life, wisdom about what's good for other people and not just for yourself. You have to have compassion. You have to, you know, and at at 22, we think we know these things. I mean, at 22, I knew everything, you know? But in reality, we don't. And sometimes, I'm for, oh God, I've said my age once already. I don't want to say it again. But even at my age, I'm still learning how to deal with people and you know, some of these life lessons that do take a long time to
1: learn. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I can remember someone telling you that until you were over 35, you couldn't be my master. I
1: concur- I remember that too.
0: And But you were doing a damn good job. So there is... Uh, you had a lot of life experience, though. You know, at that point, you had already been through the 12 steps. You had already been through, you know, just a lot of life stuff. So... Not that everybody needs to follow that path to be a master, but you know what I mean. You had an awareness to the world and what could happen if you treated someone wrong and, you know, just things like that. So I really think a master needs more wisdom, more experience in just the world itself. So slave-wise, damn, that means I'm going (laughs) to have to think about that too because I'm like, oh, my God, it's easier to surrender than master well, no, it's not. Because if you surrender not knowing what you're surrendering,
1: mm-hmm. then is it really surrender? You know, the... the the uh, No, I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, if you take away the, the number, you know, if being a master or a mistress or a leader in a power exchange relationship, whatever label you want to put on it, is a big responsibility. At what age can you handle that responsibility? At what age are you able to make those decisions that impact directly another person because if we're thinking of power exchange relationship where this slave is is following you with confidence and faith and trust are you worthy of that confidence, faith, and trust right? And it's hard to say that, that's a refl- that age is, a, is an indicator of that one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually asked out on the Fet life in some of the groups that were involved in what people thought about this and somebody made a great point that um, just because you make an assumption, you might make an assumption that the 45-year-old is more experienced and trustworthy than a 25-year-old. But there's a very real possibility that the 25-year-old's an active member of the community that has six years' worth of classes, events, meet and greets under their beds, mm-hmm. where the 45-year-old might have just made their profile a month ago. You know? When I think about the... 25 year olds that are part of monkey puzzle club and, and oh, not even no, not necessarily monkey puzzle but guilty pleasures right where they've actually gone through a mentoring program mm-hmm. a training program and, and now we're moving into more players but there's right. certainly very far more skilled players than I was when I came to the scene at 35 age be darned right it's got nothing to do with it
0: Right. And that's that's true. So I mean, we, we mean players as in people that are more into topping and bottoming. Yeah. I, I, you know, and um, but still the whole oh power exchange to me is still a little different. hmm. You know, um, can somebody be skilled at flogging at 22? Sure. It's a skill. Just like martial arts, mm-hmm. just like other, you know, other things, um, but still at mastering, I just don't know. But like you said, does that mean a forty-five-year-old is any better at it just because they're forty-five with the life experience? Right. You know, I, I don't know. So case by case. You know, basis the funny thing is, I'm,
1: I'm talking about it. From a logical perspective, but my gut tells me that 22-year-olds mm-hmm. is too young to be a master. Yeah. Mastering another human being at 22.
0: Try raising a child at 22. I can't even get them. to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I said, I had a three-year-old right. at the age of 22. And really, the whole concept of mastering and teaching and leading somebody else. Now, of course, I do better as a slave, but I'm also a. a I'm also a leader. Mm-hmm. I can also do those things as a slave. And as a mom, whew, at 22, most of the time you just don't have the knowledge and skill. And now part of me is like, really, did I just relate that to kids? But, you know, <laughs> it, is, it is, there, there is some, some level to that. And, sure. I'm, and I'm not trying to, um, um, I know we've got some young listeners listening. So, you know, we're not saying that you can't. But it's going to be easier when you're older to do the power exchange, I believe. It's going to be
1: easier when you have more experience Experience, in relationships in general. that's true. And that normally comes with age. Now... Granted, you may, the advantage someone younger might have is being raised in the environment of a power exchange accepting, you know, like nowadays, we're starting to meet people that were raised in polyamorous households. Right. And power exchange households. And you could almost say the same. Could you make the same argument for polyamory that there's 22 is too young to begin a polyamorous relationship?
0: See, and I don't think so. I think it's different there. Okay. Because I knew I was poly at 16. Right. Does that mean that I know anything about relationships to make them work? But no, I don't know much about relationships in general to make a monogamous one work. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I don't know. Um, I Yeah, that it's, it's hard. And I don't know. I was getting ready to run off on a TNG tangent, but... Um,
1: One of the interesting comments made about the TNG is that people assume that the TNG groups are uh, created to keep out the creepers. Mm -hmm. And uh, they pointed out that that's (laughs) bullshit, that there are plenty of creeper capability people in the age range to be super-duper creepy of the TNGs. Right, right. Um, Although, you know, we did have somebody said the positive part of the TNG is that some of their friends, they say, are from the previous generation, i.e. old folk. Mm-hmm. And they find some of their theories and ideas just plain old outdated. Some are quite valuable, but some no longer hold weight. Yeah.
0: But isn't that true anywhere? I mean, some, of the, some theories and philosophies, I mean, that can be in any group situation where some people find them stagnant, some people find them valuable. I mean, we're around even older people than us. And some of their stuff I can see is stagnant, but, or, or not beneficial. But then again, I think everything's beneficial. Mm-hmm. Just listening to them, you know, saying something that doesn't work for me, I can go, oh, that doesn't work for me. Let me look at the other side. Right. So I see it all as, as valuable. And one of the things that I didn't like when um, TNG started, yes, we've been in this long enough that I don't even remember TNGs when we first got started. It was something that was created later. Um is that it felt like it separated the younger folk from some people that could have wisdom mm-hmm. to impart. So even if you're just learning by osmosis and being around other power exchange people, you know, you're going to learn that way instead of starting from the beginning with no no one to follow.
1: Granted, uh, but, yeah. but because the more time went by... Mm-hmm. Right, I have flipped to being more of the TNG fan because the kids because that we were raising the, right. are now old enough to be kinksters in their own. That I get,
0: old. that I get, but that's uh, that's uh, that's our circumstance. You know, we want the kids to go to the TNG so we don't end up at the same parties, right, right? You know, but I remember when we first started, what sixteen years ago, and in L.A. is what was around, and we had some really awesome leather folk and some older generation people there we didn't even know we were learning leather through you know just by being around them Mm -hmm. and learning protocol and stuff it's not what we set out to do it's what we learned and then what spoke to us so if you're separating the ages how are you mingling this knowledge you know how how are how's people learning from each other and i mean I don't know. I think each generation, I think the older generations can learn from the younger generations. Sure. I just think there's a lot cross-pollination.
1: And- yeah. I would be <sighs> more enthusiastic about the TNG groups mm-hmm. if they were, um, and this is, this is my little problem, right? Mm-hmm. The leader of the TNG group turns 34. And says, hey, you know what? From now on, we're going to allow people that are up to 40 in the TNG group. Right. Or let's make the rules so that, so that they don't have to age themselves out because they found it that it is a good experience for them. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, let's change the tape. Let's do something. Let's talk about something else for a moment. But when we come back, we'll talk about the problem with being old and old people and all the problems they cause. Oh, <laughs> Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group.
0: Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org
1: Are you going to uh, Winter Wickedness? I am, I am. Are you, sir? I am, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought so. so. I will say that we have new subscribers to the newsletter. We don't know how old they are. We hope they stick around anyway, like Rebecca from California. Oh, you jumped around. I lost you.
0: Oh my goodness, where are you at? See, this
1: is because you're old. You've lost track of where everything is at. This would be page two. Oh, got it. There we got go. it. Right.
0: Oh, see, we got three pages of notes this time. I know, that's so, weird. Um, Sarah in upstate New York. Justin from North Carolina. Suzanne from North Carolina. Sadie
1: from Cal- Colorado. Colorado, thank you. <laughs> Kayla from Florida. And Footslay from UT. Utah? Yeah, Utah. Yeah. Yes, sir. So. And I also wanted to mention, good lord, we have a lot of likes on Facebook and FetLife and such. Um, We do. On well, on
0: Facebook, we've got Justin, Carl, Jenny, Shannon, Delta Dawn, Amy, and then on FetLife, we had SIF
1: forty two. And I also got an email or a fet mail from Dark Tower Girl Mm -hmm. saying she's enjoying the podcast. And I'm quite curious, oh, Dark Tower Girl, is that a Stephen King reference, perhaps? (gasps)
0: Oh, that would be neat if it was. We just listened to the whole series on our road trips. You know what? we got a lot of road trips coming up this year. We need
1: to come up with another series. You know, the the funny thing is, we go back to the age thing, is I'm really happy. So I have... um, been inspired by our international master title holder, Master Michael, to mm-hmm. return to my geekiest <laughs> roots and have started playing a role-playing game, a right. pen tabletop, and paper tabletop right. role-playing game. Happens to be Savage Worlds. I don't do D&D. Just never been interested in it. And the funny thing is that group is, you know, there's two people, and I'm guessing at your ages, but at the 20, 22, 23-year-old age.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And then there's uh, one guy right in the middle, 35. And then there's two guys, me and the other guy who's on the upper edge of the range, right? Mm-hmm. So the other upper edge of the range person is showing me their dice bag, right? And we're talking about his dice bag is so-and-so old, right? That, you know, when he used to play in college, this was his dice bag, blah, blah, blah. Right. His dice bag <laughs> is older older than some <laughs> of the people we're playing with, right? I bet my dice are too, because so, yes. they're pretty damn old. Um <laughs> So that was bizarre. Um, And that does, and it it makes me very happy that I've got somebody in my age range as well. Mm -hmm. And there is no, I'm sure there's a generation gap, but not in this conference, it doesn't come up, right? We're just talking, we're just enjoying each other's company. We order, you know, when we order pizza, we order the same stuff. Right. Right. Now, I cherry picked um, these people, with the exception of one of them, from The alternative or the kinky or the unusual community. Right. Right. So that we don't have. um, And I think that regardless of age, there's a bond in that regards too, Mm -hmm. Right. That you have this common outsider mentality thing. Perhaps. I don't
0: know. I don't know either. I do know that
1: it's uh, you and Karen and other relationships are not allowed on the gaming group. Yeah, I know. I found something to do by my lonesome. We sit know, around and scratch our I bellies like, and fart.
0: I like table topping, so I may have to find an all-girls group.
1: So, so. we did <laughs> have somebody write in saying yeah. that she, uh, I, actually I don't know if it's a he or she, so we'll say they have served several older masters, 65 mm-hmm. years and older. And they had the issue that with failing performance, erectile dysfunctions, other age-related issues. You and I can be familiar with this one. Uh, older people don't want to stay up as late, well, right? And now, again, we're not generalizing. We're not saying that this is true of every single. But our own experience is we like to be the first people at the dungeon, play, and then go the hell home. And when we end up staying up till two or three a.m. We pay for it for a week. Oh my God, it's like a week to
0: recover. So, um, though I do want to mention the erectile dysfunction one. I mean, that can happen at any age. And when I first saw that, I was like... "Ah." Maybe I'm weird, but what does that have to do with a power exchange relationship or a kink relationship? But I guess to some people, that's oh, very important.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, But not
0: to everybody. So, And it literally, it could happen at any age.
1: Absolutely. and um, But you are, again, you know, we, we say, well, you young people are less likely to have that life experience. It's just as true. You old people are just as likely to start having physical issues mm-hmm. where... You can't stay up and play all night. You can't rack them and stack them all night long. Although people, I know people my age, who can, right. they're still handling it. Um, well, some of us have to go through the body changes too as we get older. I mm-hmm. mean, women have to
0: deal with the menopause and dryness, and you know all this sort of thing. You know, guys lose their hair. They get, you know, we have a lot of body image. Um, issues to deal with I mean I know young people do as well you know but uh these are things that are going to happen to everybody and then we feel our age when they start Mm -hmm. happening so you know we have to deal with that and the whole the whole I can't swing a flogger all night because my elbow creaks and groans or you know I hear that as well so but um the stamina isn't usually there for older people Mm -hmm. and yeah younger people want to go 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 but
1: And there is, I will agree, there is some generational issues. There is some things that um, as older people, we just don't care about as much as a younger person might. But that's more challenging to quantify as an age sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we often, well, we often see people that are older in the community stop coming around. Mm-hmm. right they have less and less interest in going to those parties and going out and all and that then jazz Dagar. Yes. Oh
0: my goodness! I have so much hope that I'm going to be doing this into my 80s because I see Gar and his lady all right. the time playing when they're vending. And so certainly the the res- the
1: uh, the things I find important at 45 are, are different than things at, at 22, mm-hmm. and things at 55. I'm going to say, you know, my focus is less and less on on play and dungeons and scenes, and more on. Um, Paying the bills, putting the kids through college, responsibilities like that—that that become part of your life. We're at 22. I don't give a rat's ass. Let's go play. But
0: at our age, we've got spendable money, where a lot of younger ones, you know, don't have that and can't go to as many events as they want to and things like that. That's so, certainly
1: true. Sometimes, you no. Know, so I can. I see, feel like you're defending old people. I am. I'm old. <laughs> Do you I not, understand do, both sides? Do you not see any discount, any negatives towards your age?
0: Negatives towards my age? Yeah. Besides, not wanting to stay up all night. Well, there's one. Okay. Oh my gosh, you're going to go all negative on me and tell me what my no, no, but I do want. But, but it's
1: important to recognize <laughs> that um, there is no us and them per se. Oh, no. It's a matter of recognizing everything. Has its pros and cons, right? Now, you and Absolutely. I, I guess, at 40s, mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's middle of the pack, right? We're not right. old and creepy yet, but we're not young and fresh either, right? Right, But we're all headed that way, Yeah, right? we're all
0: headed that way. And, you know, it all depends on the attitude you bring into it, too, whether we're creepy or fresh. or <laughs> so that's the attitude of any age. But, no, I, I totally... Like I said, this is not about offending anybody. This is kind of trying to be um, uh, pretty uh, damn, can't think of the word I'm looking for. I would say reflective. reflective We're just reflecting, viewing. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, absolutely. There's no, we we don't, we're not right or wrong. I mean, Mm -mm. uh, most of the people that go to TNG are under 35, and most of the people that go to, what's that group? next this generation this generation are over 35 and,
0: and then you've got the one in Cleveland oh my gosh what are yeah, they I called can't remember what it's called
1: either I can't but remember they're but like they're all crotchety. over <laughs> yeah but they're all over
0: 65 so right and um and you know and actually I guess people make groups um based on what what interests them and what makes them feel more comfortable so I can understand the creation of the TNGs because they are they are different I can understand the over 65 you know as long as you don't Limit yourself there mm-hmm. So you know And go out and explore And you know All the different ages Have something to offer All the different experience levels Have something to offer
1: I think for myself It really You, you just said it It's got nothing None of this has anything to do with age Right It's all a matter of Intent And what you're bringing mm-hmm. to it Right A person uh, my, my own 49 year old I can bring fresh eyes mm-hmm. And somebody who's 24 Can bring a Oh, been there, done that attitude.
0: Right. It's so. very true. Or a creepy attitude yeah. or whatever.
1: Absolutely. Don't look at me off in the seat. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, The Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us the third Friday of each month for Fetish 4 Play Friday at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8 p.m.
0: with party immediately following.
1: Ginger the Dog says you can catch the Guilty Pleasure State show at Porter's Pub in Columbus, Ohio the fourth Friday of every month.
0: The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at the room at the Columbus Insight Center. Check them out on FET to get on the RSVP list.
1: Follow us on Twitter at monkeypuzzleoh. You can also follow both Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on fetlife.com for all announcements and discussions. Bye, then. Bye, Dawn.